0: Love, talk Radio. Hello and welcome to the Five Fold Ministry Broadcast. I'm your host, Apostle Margie Mercer. God bless you. We ask that you sit back and relax and listen to us Monday through Fridays as well as on Sunday mornings. We hope that you enjoyed our broadcast. We had our Friday uh Good Friday service with different speakers, and it was awesome. We also had our sunrise service yesterday or our resurrection uh, message yesterday. So tonight we want to uh, play some of that for you, for those of you who wasn't able to uh, go to that Resurrection Sunday and also just hear the word that God had, has given us to give to you. If you would like to write us, our P.O. Box is 9786, that's Baltimore, Maryland, 21284. Again, it's the Five Full Ministries, P.O. Box 9786, Baltimore, Maryland, 21284. This week we are going to have some awesome speakers, um, as well as have our mini concert that we usually have on Friday night. We will have our speakers this week that will be uh, Reverend Leroy Rice, also Apostle Alexander Lachimi as well as those that will be coming in as our guest speakers. And we will play the music of Zion. So this is our disclaimer. Any music that you hear Belong to the artists They own all rights We are here to promote those sounds of Zion And encourage you to get those CDs Again, this is a 5 ministry broadcast And we are going to listen to Our sunrise message that we had on yesterday God bless you again Sit back and enjoy Amen ah! Thank <laughs> you. Resurrection. And this is our resurrection Sunday. This is our Easter Sunday. We are so grateful and so proud that we are in the land of the living to glorify our Father. We need to always praise Him. We need to just keep that hallelujah on our voice. Matter of fact, let us listen to Reverend Clay Evans and Hallelujah anyhow. Amen.
1: Isn't it doesn't have wondered about the deliverance. looks like it's so long coming. But I want you to know you got got to find your company. I'm <laughs>
0: Resurrected from our sins, resurrected in the glory of God, and resurrected for our destiny. You know why? Because God won't let you fall. Matter of fact, let us listen to Helen Miller, and God bless you on this Easter Sunday. Amen. On the news, you hear so many things is going on. It's like the world has turned upside down. But you know what? God still got it. He sits high and he looks low. You know, we've been through this COVID. It went from one nation to another. The plague was all over the world. But God didn't let us fall. Hey, hallelujah. The medicines was already in place that we was able to have the victory. Truly, truly, that is our God, our Lord, and our Savior, that he sent his only begotten Son, that we could have victory. You know why? Because God would not let us fall. I'll say it again, as a songwriter says, that God would not let us fall. Well, let's get our Bibles out at this time. We have said that we are going to look at uh, our scripture references this morning that I want you to go to John 20. We're going to do it again. That's John 20, starting at verses 9. We also are going to uh, look at Luke. We want you to look at Luke 24, 1 through 12. But let us start out at this time looking at John. God bless you again. You're listening to the 5 Ministry Broadcast. I'm your host, Apostle Margie Mercer. You know, the Bible tells us that God's glory is eternal, its splendor, and its majesty. I'll say it again, that God's glory, not man's glory, not your glory, but God's glory, the creator of heaven and earth. You know, there's someone higher than yourself. There's someone That's over your mindset Because you did not put breath in your body Uh oh If I step on your toes Just say ouch We want to give God all praises All recognition Everything that he's due It's about God's glory Not man's glory Because God is described throughout the Bible As a sovereign king That his kingdom Will exceed all over the earth That God shall and will be recognized and praised. You know, the scripture said that let everything that have breath praise ye the Lord, that even the rocks will cry out. good God Almighty. So we don't want the rocks to cry especially on this Resurrection Sunday, that Jesus died for us and we should be grateful. Huh? We just need to praise him. We need to reverence him. You know why? Because God created people in his image. Share in that glory. I'll say it again, that we were made in the glory and the image of God to reverence him and to delight him. That God endowed us, that God gave us. He gave us gifts, he gave us power, and he gave us blessings so that we could live out our lives and enable ourselves to benefit from the glory of God. i say it again, that through that Holy Spirit, we are to honor God so that we can get those benefits. Good God Almighty. But unfortunately, as it started out in Genesis, that sin into the world where Adam and Eve decided to live for themselves, that they decided to think for themselves and do things their own way that they would not submit to the will of the Father, but to their own mindset. Good God Almighty. You know, it's just like a child. You tell a child, don't go near fire, you could get burnt. You tell teenagers sometimes, don't hang out at night. There's a lot of activity and crimes going on. You even try to tell grand people, watch before you cross the street. Good God Almighty. But there are times in our lives that we become hard headed and we do not listen to the wisdom of the elders. We do not listen to the move of the Holy Spirit, and we do not use that gift that God has given us. One of those benefits is discernment. That's what happened to Adam and Eve. He told them, do not eat from a particular tree because of their hard-headedness and disobedience, that sin went all over the world. i said say it again, that sin went all over the world. It was very sad, because on that seventh day, after God had finished making man and woman and everything that ever was made in heaven above and heaven below, that God had finished the work that he had been doing. So on that seventh day, he rested for all his work. And God blessed that seventh day and made it holy because guess what? He was finished. He was finished with creation. He was finished with life. He knew that we could be victorious because everything was in place. But because of hard-headedness, rebellion, disobedient, not obeying the laws of God. Listen to the uh, law of Moses and the Torah, that man became shipwrecked because they decided to do their own thing. Uh Uh-oh, when you do not do things in decency and in order, you will fall. I'll say it again. When you do not do things, if I step on your feet, just say, ouch, just hold on, and I'm going to take you somewhere that God has given me a message for you today. But, God, Jesus became that sacrificial lamb, that repair of the breach, a way back to the Father, the Creator. And we thank God for that because of our sinful nature, because of our hard-headedness, because of our disobedience, because we would not live according to the gospel. The God, the Creator, the Alpha and the Omega, the Beginning and the End, the L O M, the Al Shaddai, that He turned His back on us in sin, but His love never stopped. You know, God loved us so much that even in the cool of the day that He walked with us, and even when we was hard headed in the gut, He prepared a way for us, and even when man thousand years just walked on this earth, still not obeying God, that there was a way out why because god love you god love is eternal it's not conditional it's not based on if you do this i'll do that if you look like this you'll get that if you act like this this will happen it was based on unconditional love i love you just because i love you hey hallelujah god needed that intervention jesus the blood of calvary as we heard from those uh, seven last words That Jesus died on the cross That Jesus was the way back to the Father That Jesus was that sacrificial lamb That Jesus had the pure heart and clean hands Who could see God And able to intercede and make petition on our behalf That said, Father, forgive them For they know not what they do Good God Almighty That it was finished when Jesus died on the cross. It was finished when the blood was spilled on Calvary. It said that man, instead of glorifying God in their lives from the very beginning of time, that man shamed God because of being hard-headed and disobedient. You know, just like a child, you can give a child chances again and again, and you can just say to the child, I want the best for you, but one thing about it, a child has his own mindset, he follows his own will. God has given us the will to choose and to decide, just like he told us, don't eat of the fruit in the midst of the garden. Something simple and something plain, but sometimes our appetites get ahead of us. What we want to do, that old flesh man creeps up and we want to go ahead of the rules that God has given us. God has given us 12 commandments that thou shalt not. Thou shalt not. And one of the rules he said is thou shalt not commit adultery or be covetous after another man's wife or another man's belongings. You can look them up for yourself. There are 12 commandments. But instead of just listening to God, that they decided that they were going to sin on their own. They're going to do things on their own. So we thank God that the death of Christ would say, you know what, Margie? Sometimes you get ahead of yourself. You you do too much thinking. You You put too much in it. But if you sit back and trust God and if you fast and you pray and you lay back that God will lead you to all spiritual truth, stop going ahead of God. And we look now, as we said that we were going to examine our scriptures, that we're going to look at uh, John chapter 20, starting with verse 9. It says that
1: Jesus'
0: resurrection that through that, that that was the key. That was the key for us to have a chance to eternal life, that Jesus rose from the dead off the cross. And how we know, the story says that Mary Magdalene, one of his disciples, she went to the tomb after Jesus had been taken off the cross, and she saw the stone... The way had been shut. But when she went there and looked, that same very stone had been removed. Mary stood outside the tomb crying, asking everybody, Have you seen Jesus? That his body was no longer in the tomb. Mary wept, and she saw two angels in white seated where Jesus' body had been. One at the head, With Jesus' head laid, the other at the foot, where Jesus' foot should have been there. The angel asked Mary, woman, why are you crying? And she said that someone had moved her Lord. Mary was steady walking. She was walking up and down asking everybody, "Uh, have you seen Jesus? Finally... She looked again, and Jesus said to her, Mary. And she turned towards him and cried out and recognized that Jesus had been resurrected. Good God Almighty. That, that sacrificial lamb, that repair of the breach, that the blood that was spilt on Calvary, that Jesus was resurrected. This was our key To eternal life. This is the key to our Christian faith that Jesus rose from the dead. Therefore, we can be confident that everything that was promised to us, everything that Jesus had uh, um, fulfilled in the old prophecy, it would now be accomplished. That Jesus' resurrection shows us that the living Christ is not a false prophet, is not a lie, that truly he is the ruler of God's eternal kingdom, and we can be certain that this Resurrection Sunday, that the resurrection of Jesus through that death is not the end, but there is a future. I'll say it again, that through the death of Christ, there is a future and hope for mankind. The divine power that brought Jesus back to life is now available to us because of the blood that was spilt on Calvary. We, too, who are spiritually dead, we, too, who have been hard-headed and disobedient, we, too, that keep doing things that hurt us, Uh, Like they said, we spiked the nose off our face, that now we have a chance to be witnesses of Christ, that we are redeemed. Good God Almighty. Mary didn't want to lose Jesus again. She did not understand the resurrection. And she went looking for God and did not understand that it was already prophesied that he will Live and he will rise from the tomb. Jesus did not want to be detained at the tomb. He had not ascended into heaven, and the Holy Spirit had not come upon him that he was able to go to the Father. You heard in our summarizations of our last word with Reverend Leroy Rice that he said, Into your hands I commend my spirit, that Jesus had to die first, That Jesus' blood had to be spilled first, so that through that death, that burial, and now the resurrection, that we have that eternal life. It says in John chapter 20, verses 18, that Mary didn't recognize Jesus at first. Her grief had blinded her. She couldn't see because she didn't expect to see Jesus risen. Even though he had spoken to his disciple, even though it was prophesied, even though that she saw the miracle signs and wonders that God could do, she still didn't recognize them. Imagine flooding your heart. Imagine that when you hear that Savior or hear his name or you feel the presence of the Holy Spirit and you know that he's even calling you in your sleep that this is the Lord, our Savior, that's tugging that up. Mary did not want to meet the risen Savior until she had discovered that there was an empty tomb. You know, it's sad sometimes when you talk to those fundamentalists that they don't move in the supernatural. They don't move in the spiritual. They have to have a dotted I and a cross T. It's very sad that even when you expound on the Word of God, they want to know, are you exegesis or homiletics or hemiletics? Is it lining up with the word of God rather than the revelation knowledge of his word? That God can give his preachers what to say. But Mary was a, a skeptic and that she was only going by what she had been taught the way the order should be. However, she when she saw that the tomb was empty, She responded with joy and obedience, and that she went to tell her disciples that the tomb was empty. We cannot meet Christ until we discover that he is indeed alive, that he is the Son of God, that he is God incarnated in the flesh, that he is our repair of the breach, that only then can we meet this man called Jesus when we can accept that death, burial, and resurrection. I will ask you the question this morning on this Resurrection Sunday. Are you filled with joy in hearing the good news? And have you shared it with others that there is a God that has been redeemed and that he loves us? Jesus can identify himself with the father and he told his disciples by whose authority he did his work he did his work by the great i am the alpha and omega he did his work by the creation of heaven and earth himself through the holy spirit that god created that god himself and he and then jesus told his disciples to spread the gospel of salvation that he has risen and take it all over the world that whatever God asks you to do do it your authority comes from God Jesus had demonstrated by his words and actions how we should accomplish living on this earth God want us to obey him God want us to treat our neighbors as ourselves. God want us to exalt, edify, and encourage, and lift man up. Cuss what God has made. We're not supposed to tear down and talk about and belittle what God has made. We're not supposed to say foul stuff out of your mouth to another human being that has breath that God has made. God forbid. You are not God. What gives you the right? To condemn, to curse at, to judge, to belittle, to humiliate, or embarrass what God has made. You need to repent. It says here that the Father sent Jesus. Jesus sends his followers, and now he's sending you. What makes you think because you go to church on Sunday with that shiny suit? What makes you think that you're sitting in church this morning on a resurrection Sunday and smiling that you're going to make it into the kingdom and have eternal life? Have you shown love? Have you shown mercy? Have you shown kindness? Have you lived up to the gospel of Jesus Christ? Have you belittled his servants? Have you cursed and talked about your neighbors? Have you seen someone hungry and you didn't feed them naked, you didn't clothe them? God said, treat others the way that you want to be treated. This Resurrection Sunday is a resurrection of hope, that you have a chance to be redeemed back to the Father when you repent, when you are godless sorrow, when you say, God, come into my heart and fill me with the Holy Spirit, that I'm sorry for the things that I have done. I will suggest that you go to those people and beg pardon that you Call them up on the phone or go to the churches or go to their homes and say, beg pardon, I apologize. Because I have not been the person that I should have been towards you. You know, can you imagine dying on a cross? People cursed you out, beat you up, spit on you, talked about you, mocked you. Isn't this Mary's baby? Isn't this Joseph's son? He ain't no God. How many times you know tore down a person's character? How many times you said they ain't got no money, they ain't gonna have a house like me, they don't have a car like me, they not educated like me. I don't even like the way they preach. or they just talking in flesh, talking to themselves. God forbid that you so busy judging and critiquing and pointing your finger at the messenger that you don't hear the message. Good God my. Lord, have mercy, that God want us to hear what thus said the Lord of hosts, that we need to get it together, that only through the Holy Spirit, the Word of God that's preached on the Internet, YouTube, Facebook, in the churches today, the radio and TV, do we have a chance to hear the gospel, that this is a forerunner for believers to experience at the time of Pentecost. If we all get on one accord, there won't be wars in this earth. If we all could get on one accord, we wouldn't be fighting our brothers. If we all could get on one accord, that we wouldn't belittle a judge of man by the color of the skin or the shape of the body or uh, the outside appearance, but we can look beyond the physical and look in the spiritual and see the heart. That it's a human being and a soul that need a hug. Lord have mercy. On the day of Pentecost in Acts two, when they all got together and they all embraced, when they all were speaking on one accord, when they all was praising God, that the power of the Holy Spirit overshadowed them. That there is breath in God. That there is breath in the resurrection. That there is breath and hope and life in Calvary, the cross of Calvary, the blood of the Lamb, the tomb being opened and Jesus being resurrected today on this Easter Sunday, that we have a chance for eternal life. That even though, that the breath of life in, Jesus, in Genesis chapter two verses uh, seven. That God's first breath made man, but only through that death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus can we have eternal life, that we can have spiritual life, that the power of God's will is on earth. I want to say to you this morning that Jesus gave his disciples power, and he have guided them all over the world to speak the gospel and to preach the good news about Jesus so that people's sins might be forgiven. You know, it's sad when you take upon yourself that you think you're mighty and you are powerful because you look at the things that man judge. Well, he's educated and he has a good job and he has a couple of dollars. Or he has a little money. He has land and houses and all of that. That's good. God has blessed you with the thing, but you're not a God. Just because you're a supervisor, just because you're a landlord, just because you're a landowner, just because you are an employee and have employees, it don't make you a God. You have a service or need that needs to be done, but you need to treat people as human beings and talk to them with God's grace and mercy and don't condemn or judge. You know, I love when they say a man need to look at himself in the mirror. Can't you see that you're just dust with breath in your body through the mercy and grace of God? Can't you see that if you cut yourself, you're going to bleed? That you are uh, vulnerable even to death, to things that could kill not only your spirit but your soul? That you got to get real with this thing. Yes, we all make mistakes. Yes, we fall by the wayside. Yes, even the disciples all through the Bible, those that were chosen from Abraham, from David to Solomon, all the way down to uh, Mark and Paul and John, every last one of them, did something that was displeasing to God, including Apostle Mercer, but still we are called to preach and teach the gospel of Jesus because we're human beings. We bleed too. We fall short too. We are just the messenger. We are not Christ, but we're telling you that Christ told Mary, Mary, go tell it. Who was Mary? People condemned her. There were those who threw stones, but God saw fit. Who are you to judge the messenger? Did you not, too, do things that was displeasing to God? Did you not, too, have skeletons in your closet? Uh-oh, then you do things in the dark that you don't think nobody saw, but God heard you? God know what you're going to do today. He knows what you're thinking today. He's giving you an opportunity to be resurrected from your sin, resurrected, to have a chance to start over, resurrected, to rise up. It's start afresh and anew. You can't keep doing deliberate sin over and over and over and over again and expect to have eternal life. This is our sunrise service. This is our Easter Sunday. That Jesus rose from our sin. Must he rise by himself and you still be dead to life because you won't change? God forbid. The the disciple did not have the power to forgive sin. A man can't forgive you of what you have done or take your confession and say you are forgiven or sprinkle your head and, and say uh, go and sin no more. We don't have that authority. Only God can forgive our sins and make petition for us, which is Jesus. Jesus gave the privilege. Of telling us that our sins can be forgiven if we accept the laws, we accept the responsibility, we accept the accountability. Yes, we've done it. Yes, we were among us. Yes, we commit adultery. Yes, we have lied. Yes, we have talked about our brother. Yes, we have cursed and said bad things. Yes, we have stole. Yes, we have ran around getting drunk and doing things we shouldn't do. Yes, we have uh, hurt others and even little children and animals. Yes, we are sinners saved by grace. God sees you. It's in the Lamb Book of Life. You can't run. You can't hide. It says in his word, has not he fulfilled the old prophecy? Did not he say there is one that John said that's going to come? and that he is going to baptize with fire, that he is the Son of God, did not Jesus fulfill the prophecy, and it says that there will be another coming of Christ, that he is going to come again. The Bible don't lie. Everything that it says is going to do has happened. Even down through Genesis to Revelation, it has all been prophesied and is coming to pass. I would encourage you on this resurrection Sunday, and I love the plant, the lily of the valley. I'm going to buy me one of them plants today. But know that Jesus is the lily of the valley. You know, a lot of people uh, get the palms to remind them that Jesus rode into Jerusalem on a donkey. People got them palms and they got it in their car. They have it in their home. They were passing it out in the church that Jesus rose. He rose so we could stop our foolishness and our madness. He rose to remind us that there needs to be a change. God forbid. That God is telling us today, resurrect yourself. Resurrect your mind. Resurrect your thinking. Resurrect your heart. Don't always be led by the flesh because you want this. You want to do that? You want to say this? You want to go there? I had to learn the hard way, and I'm a apostle of God, because of my own foolish desires and what I wanted. Just like gluttony. I want certain foods, and I love chocolates and cakes and pies. All I did was make myself have high cholesterol and high blood pressure because I went the flesh. When you try to appease your flesh, you hurt your own self. And I hurt my physical body. Some of you need to be resurrected. You're in a marriage that you don't want to be there but to commit adultery. Oh, oh, i say it again. i step on your toes. That God said to should not commit adultery. It's in the Word. It's not Margie this morning. Don't get mad at me when I cut off the radio. Read it for yourself. It's the a Commandment. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not have no other God before me. You should not have an image of a man, that's your God. An image of a Hollywood star, that's your God. An image of a singer, that's your God. Well, I know this person, and I know that person, and I've been to Hollywood Boulevard, and I've been to Las Vegas. I, 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 who cares? You know, I've I been over there, and I took a picture uh, with the mayor and the governor. Who cares? What makes you so special because you took a picture? with big time, as you said, big folks. What makes you so special because you looked at the Hollywood Boulevard, but is your name cemented in the ground? That don't make you special either. What makes you so special because you got six or seven degrees? What makes you so special that even I have to say there was one who became a billionaire and he said overnight that he was almost less than a millionaire. He lost his money just like that. And some currency that's going on now, that even those billionaires are losing millions and millions of dollars because of their investment. You should not put all your emphasis in man, in Hollywood Boulevard, and all those things that you think will make you popular, you got the best song or the best outfit, the best shoes, the best car, the best, 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 best. God bless you. God bless you. That's a blessing. But God said don't worship idols. Don't worship people because they're beautiful. Don't worship people because they're rich. Don't worship people because they're called by God. Worship God. Good God Almighty. God wants you to be resurrected in your mind. God wants you to be resurrected in your heart, in your soul, and your spirit. I want to say to you all over the world, if we were to look at the things we say out of our mouth and how we treat each other, we wouldn't be so greedy and so nasty to have wars and rumors of wars. We wouldn't be trying to take little countries that couldn't defend themselves. We wouldn't be so prejudiced and don't like this race and that race. We wouldn't be so judgmental because a person of their skin or the color, the size, the shape, their hair, whatever, if we would check ourselves and know that we need to be resurrected. This is a call to Africa, Russia, China, United States, Brazil, all over the country. Resurrect your mind because there will be a second coming of Jesus Christ. Yes, it is. That he will and shall come back to call those whose hearts and minds have been resurrected to Calvary's cross and they have repented, not keep on deliberately, deliberately, deliberately making sin. I don't mean to be a killjoy today, but that's what God gave me to tell you, that we need to announce sin. We need to repent and have the faith that Jesus' resurrection was for a reason. Don't take it for granted. Don't make it blasphemy. Don't make it that it was a curse because he sacrificed his life. But this resurrection was our victory. This resurrection is for us to have eternal life over death. This resurrection fulfilled prophecy in the Old Testament. This resurrection of Jesus it saves mankind. That this is our hope for today. Hope for tomorrow. Hope for our humanity. Hope for our world. Hope for our cities, our states, our nation. That if we could only resurrect our minds and our hearts, hey, and what come out of our mouth, we gotta say, God bless this mind. Let this mind be in you. So we can stop thinking all this crazy stuff and doing things out of our own mindset. That God give me the eyes of Christ. So we can stop looking for vain beauty and vain repetition and saying things that appease our flesh. That if we could just speak with clarity and ask God to guard our tongues and control our tongues, so we could exalt, edify, and encourage, and speak in love. Hey, hallelujah. And we could just ask our God to give us a clean heart and clean hands so we can stop condemning with our mouths, condemning in wars, condemning in theft, condemning in human trafficking, and condemning in stealing souls and hurting little children and abusing animals and mistreating elders because of our flesh and our minds that need to be resurrected. Come on, folks. Get you thinking together that this is Resurrection Sunday, that Jesus rose from the dead off the cross, and even in 1 Corinthians 15, verses uh, 13 to 17, that we have the victory. Why? Because of the glory of God in resurrection. That's my title, the resurrection of God. I didn't mean to be a killjoy, but I speak what God gives me to tell you all of us need to repent. Yeah, we celebrating Easter. Yeah, we happy today. We got the victory. But make it mean something and it's worthwhile. Get it together. Go into your house of worship and don't condemn the pastor or judge everybody's outfit or talk about their dirty car or dirty roads and they don't have no new paved highways at the church Get your butt out there and just go hear the word of God being preached. Stop dredging a man's edifice and the highway and his church and the keys and all this other stuff. Why go to a man's house if you're going to speak about his food? Why go to a church if you're going to condemn the preachers and all those there? God forbid. Get your act together this morning. Go get your lily in the valley plant <laughs> to remind you of Christ that he is the lily in the valley. And get yourself together and be resurrected in your mind, your heart, soul, and spirit, that Jesus' death was not in vain. Yes, this is our sunrise, resurrection of Christ. When we celebrate it, let's celebrate it in repentance and the victory and with hope that we're going to do better today and tomorrow. Amen. Amen. God bless you again. You've been listening to the Five soul Ministry Broadcast. I'm your host, Apostle Margie Mercer. I just want to encourage you, God loves you, and that he just want to change to come over us so that we can be better human beings and people. Amen, amen. God bless you again. You can listen to us through the week as well as the weekend. We also have patience as well, and do tune in and show love one to another. Come on now, just wash it off. Put a smile on your face, shake the devil off, and go out and live right for God, all right? You know why, because he's that lily in the valley. God bless you again as we listen to John P. King and the VIP Mass Choir. Let us celebrate this Resurrection Sunday. Amen. (laughs)
1: Amen.
0: To God, when we repent of our sins, and when we are godly sorrow, God bless you again. Celebrate the true meaning of by living according to the gospel and and show somebody love by being kind to not only to yourself but to those that you come encounter with. God bless you. Let us listen to Jeff Majors as we close out. Amen and happy Easter. Amen. And amen Truly we enjoyed that And God bless you Do listen to us through the week As we just heard Our sunrise services You can hear us Monday through Friday As well as the weekend God bless you now And be kind to each other Amen